On today's show, GMC reveals the heavy-duty version of the Sierra. The new Porsche 911 can detect wet roads, and sales of electrified vehicles in Europe are starting to take off. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the voice of the global automotive industry. Well, we got a lot of comments about the appearance of the new heavy-duty version of the Chevy Silverado, so it's going to be real interesting to read what you have to say about the Sierra HD that debuted yesterday. But moving on from the styling, there's loads of new technology in this truck. A bunch of it is focused on trailering, including 15 available camera views to make sure you can see from every possible angle. There's also a 15-inch head-up display, and it gets that nifty multifunction tailgate. A new AT4 model improves off-road capability with unique suspension, skid plates, locking rear diff, and an off-road driving mode. The new Sierra HD will go on sale later in the year. And as sales of diesel cars continue to slide in Europe, car buyers are really warming up to hybrids and battery electrics. LMC Automotive reports that Europeans bought over 900,000 electrified cars last year. That compares to 672,000 that were sold in the U.S. market. Interestingly, Europeans bought more battery electrics than plug-in hybrids, but many PHEV models were delayed for approval because, ironically enough, they did not meet CO2 emission targets. Sales of strong hybrids topped half a million vehicles, which should worry European automakers because those sales are dominated by Japanese and Korean automakers. The Europeans are concentrating on 48-volt mild hybrids in LMC Automotive says 2019 could be a big year for these systems since they offer good fuel efficiency at much lower cost. Overall, LMC says that sales of electrified cars in Europe should hit 1.5 million units this year, and it expects sales of battery electrics to really take off next year. We'll be back with more right after this. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results, and by ExxonMobil. If you caught our coverage of the Detroit Auto Show, you may have seen our interview with Steve Letart, the president of supplier Hella's Corporate Center. One of the things he talked about is its Shake technology, which is a vibratory sensing device that can be used in a number of applications, including detecting a wet road. And now we're seeing the first use of the technology in a production vehicle. Porsche applied the sensors to the inner wheel wells of the new 911 to detect spray water. And if the system detects a wet road, it won't dial back engine power or reduce top speed, but a warning will pop up instead. That warning recommends that the driver manually switch over into wet mode, which will adjust the stability and traction management systems, throttle responsiveness, active aerodynamics and optional torque vectoring system. The same wet mode is also suitable in snowy conditions as well. The fourth generation of Opel's compact van, the Safira, is getting a major overhaul. The outgoing model rides on GM's Delta II platform, but since GM sold Opel to the PSA group, the van had to change. The new Zafira Life, as it's now called, 
rides on PSA's EMP2 platform, which underpins other vans like the Peugeot Expert and Citroën Jumpy. And as you can see, it looks very similar to those vans. It comes in three wheelbases, small, medium, and large, each of which can seat up to nine people. There will also be an option for four-wheel drive when the new Zafira Life launches in February. And for the first time, Opel will offer an all-electric version in early 2021. The new Mustang Shelby GT500 is being billed as a great car for the drag strip or racetrack. And to ensure drivers can bring the 700-plus horsepower machine to a stop, it's fitted with massive 16-and-a-half-inch brakes and six-piston Brembo calipers in the front. Anyone who knows a little bit about racing knows a few hard laps, and those brakes are going to be smoking hot. That's not always an issue, but those gigantic brakes come awfully darn close to the GT500's carbon fiber wheels. But the wheels are supplied by Australia's Carbon Revolution, which has developed a ceramic coating that reduces wheel temperatures. The coating is applied to the inner part of the wheel and to the back of the spokes using a plasma arc process that liquefies the ceramic material, creating a thin, tough surface. This allows even the most aggressive drivers to run lap after lap and pass after pass without having to worry about their wheels melting. Coming up next, Waymo will open a factory in Michigan to build its autonomous vehicles. At Bridgestone, our engineers want to help make sure you're not stuck on the side of the road. Our revolutionary drive guard tires are engineered to take a puncture and drive up to 50 miles. Ready to go. Watch our latest Archer demo at BridgestoneTire.com. Waymo announced it will assemble its self-driving cars in Michigan. The company just won approval from the state to build AVs and will open a facility in the Detroit area. Waymo picked Michigan because of its skilled workforce and the state's snowy weather, which will help in its autonomous testing. Plus, an $8 million grant from the state probably didn't hurt either. Waymo will integrate its self-driving systems at the facility into Chrysler Pacificas or Jaguar I-Paces, and it has hired the supplier Magna to help equip the vehicles with the system. This will be the first factory that's 100% dedicated to making Level 4 autonomous vehicles. And in other manufacturing news, Subaru was halting production at its only plant in Japan because of a part defect. Reuters reports that production stopped last week and could be down for nearly two weeks. The company found a possible defect in a power steering component, but it's not sure what the cause is. The Forester, Impreza, and XV are affected, but production of all models at the plant had to be halted because they're all built on the same line. The plant accounts for 60% of its global production. Subaru is investigating whether its U.S. plant is affected by the defect, but production is continuing for the time being. That's it for today. Thanks for watching, and please join us again tomorrow.